You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Here we go. As always, my name is Jordan. We've got Matt. Hey, hey, hey. We've got my dad. What's going on? Also known as David. Um, and today we're doing another uh, Matrix mini pod over A Quiet Place 2. I'm very excited about this. Um, our next episode will be another mini Matrix pod. And then we're going to get back to our normal um, episodes, I guess you could say, where we do different topics. I'm really excited about our. We've got like a three part series coming up. I'm excited about it. So um, be tuned in for that. But. Um, today we're going to talk about a Quiet Place 2, and what we're going to do is we're going to start off like we always do. We're going to kind of give our overall view of what we thought of the movie, um, and then we'll kind of dive in later into the specifics and spoilers and all that different stuff. This movie's not the most spoilery movie in the world either. It's a, like I said, uh, there are spoilers, but yeah, I'm not. It's not like a, a crazy John Krasinski back from the dead or anything. So um, <laughs> that would be a spoiler. <laughs> that would be a spoiler. Um, okay, so. Overall, for me, I thought this movie was pretty great. Um, I like this movie a lot. Uh, I thought there's a couple of things we'll get into later that I thought would make the movie bad, but it actually made the movie better, which is very good on Krasinski's directing and his writing and all the other stuff he did for the movie. Um, it is a very, it's a great story. The narrative is really good. It's from point A to point B with a subplot, kind of, with a subplot you care about. Not easy to do because most subplots I don't like. Uh, I'm just honest. Um, but the characters were great. Emily Blunt's not in this movie that much, but when she is, she's fantastic. Killian Murphy was great. Killian Murphy was great. The kids shined in this movie more, um, except for the baby. It's a baby. Um, and <laughs> all it did was kind of get in the way, which would you expect. Um, and this is the whole environment of this world that we're now getting into more of. We got what the world was kind of in The Quiet Place. But now in this movie you get what the world is, where yeah. it's at, kind of, around New York, at least. Mm-hmm. And you can guess, it's kind of like that everywhere. And so they expanded on a world that I said in, over in other podcasts, please don't, because I <laughs> thought this movie should be a singular movie, and now I'm really glad they did. So I'm excited for it. Overall, I really like this movie. So No, wh- I mean, 100%, you're right. Um, this movie is fantastic. It is a lot better than myself or anyone I think was expecting it to be. Um, Alfred Hitchcock said suspense is not a bomb exploding. Suspense is the audience knowing there's a bomb and waiting for it to explode. And I think that movie execute this movie executes that concept to a T. Now there's no bombs exploding. But just the general idea Kind of. Um, <laughs> I mean, sure. Uh, but the general idea um, is crafted so well. And because of that, I never want John Krasinski to stop making movies. I mean, he's charming AF in The Office, but I never want him to stop making films like this. If he's going to keep churning out these kind of movies, I'm on board every single time. The craft of this movie is fantastic. Um, it gives you such great, riveting nail-biting scenes um, every single minute and it's not just it's not just thrills it has a really good solid character drama at its heart um, well, a great family drama at its heart you care about this family so much and the family's fantastic like you said Killian Murphy's great Emily Blunt's great the kids are really great the baby's great um, it's all fantastic and I really don't have much much of anything negative to say about this movie yeah, so let's talk about how much this movie sucks. Yeah. I just yeah. Oh, wait, Blues. wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. That's i just gotten so so used to telling all through the last few months how much movies suck. I guess it's kind of, you know, just kind of used to that. So mm-hmm. let's, let's reverse that and say this movie's fantastic. Um, as we were watching it, the suspense was just absolutely incredible. Uh, I think I looked at my wife. I said, I knew I was in a theater. I knew we were watching a movie, but my heart was racing just a a mile a minute. It was ridiculous, mm-hmm. and you just couldn't wait to see what was happening next. What was going to, what they were going to do, what the, how this this journey they were taking. It was, it was just, I can't say enough. It's fantastic. Yeah, we like it. Um, so <laughs> no, but before we kind of get into uh, the story itself, I want to 
applaud John Krasinski for a great story because we haven't got many. Um, a, a great universe that mm-hmm. has that has obviously taken some things from other universes, but it's okay to do that. But it's uh, but uh, at the same time, but yeah, it's, it's totally its unique. Yeah, you know, I can see, you know, the Demogorgon in the monster a little bit. I can, but you know what I'm saying? But that's fine because it's all its own thing. The monsters themselves are completely different than Demogorgon. They just kind of look alike. Yeah, yeah they're, um, they're pretty unique. The I premise, mean, what they, what yeah, the premise itself yeah. is complete is wholly unique. So I think I want to applaud the bringing in a brand new horror concept and that's not the easiest thing to do kind of like Jordan Peele did um, or at least the concept of something and I also want to applaud the fact that he can craft a movie in an hour and 30 and it's this good Mm -hmm. because most directors Zack Snyder I love the guy but (laughs) likes to just put too much into a movie because he you know Mm -hmm. I I like the Snyder Cup but we watched another one we'll talk about eventually that it has just too long but he's able to make a suspenseful movie and make you want more mm-hmm. like after this movie ended i was like okay i need a third one you know yeah. like and I, I never wanted this to be a trilogy at all believe me but that, now it has to be in my opinion it has to be yeah. i don't know if it will be I, I, if i will but i, bet it will I be. just want to applaud the crew and everything they did in this movie to make this movie so short and so good because sometimes short movies just aren't good because yeah. there's nothing in them but it's one to applaud that because not easy to do um so jump in this movie starts off on the first day of the invasion uh, mm-hmm. of day one of these creatures. Now, before we talk too much about that, I do want to say in my own opinion that I wasn't sure if I want to know where they're from or how they got there until this movie was made. And I'm like, not nah, any more about them because in the first movie, they don't explain any, They don't really explain anything. Yeah. They say, Hey, they're on earth. They kill you with sound. You know, it's like whatever. But in this movie, you start out with, a great scene, John Gajinski, um, Lee Abbott, just, you know, going through his small town. Yeah, um, living life. Living life and going to a baseball game with his son, um, R.P. the other son. He was there, too, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Uh, he was there, but <laughs> R.P. I was, him. <laughs> I saw him, and I went, oh, that's the dead kid. Oh, yeah. Dead kid. And then Killian Murphy's there, which I didn't expect Killian Murphy to know the fan before. I don't know if anybody else expected that. I didn't think about that, but, yeah, it makes yeah. sense because they're yeah. – they're their family friends, I guess. Which is cool with me. I yeah. thought that was, I thought but was you know, cool. from the trailers, it looked like it was just some random stranger they ran into. Yeah, yeah, but yeah considering so. considering so it's, it's cool. a, considering it's a small town, you know, and they're all hanging out at baseball games and stuff, it makes sense that you know people. Yeah, I, mean, I thought that was one of the things that actually stuck out to me. It's like, oh, it's cool they actually knew each other. Um, anyway, so you just you go on, and there's just the first. The first like ten minutes movie was super charming until like the alien invasion. Um, it's a great. It's like man, I love this it's, family. This is, this is wholesome and delightful. John Krasinski is looking great. I mean, look at him. As Emily always. Blunt's looking great. Um, the kids are just doing their thing, you know. And um, there's a part where the girl, uh, what's her name, actual name, Millicent, Millicent Simmons. Simmons. I'm gonna call her Reagan. I don't like that. I don't <laughs> like her name. Um, I'm gonna call her Reagan <laughs> Abbott. Where they do a thing where he. She kind of teaches Killian what dive means. So it's going to come up later. I, I knew it was, would. I thought that was great, though. <laughs> yeah. But because she's deaf, obviously. And she, he was trying to talk to her, and she can't hear him. And so, but then it like takes that awesome turn. But it was like it was it was a just go back to that. It was it was a subtle foreshadowing. Yeah. And you know, we kind of figured it would come up eventually. Yeah. But it was but it very didn't, subtle. It didn't hit you over the head with it. It's not something that maybe a whole lot of people picked up on, but it was really cool. Yeah, I wanted to say that entire that entire opening sequence. Um, you're right, Jordan. It's fantastic. It's, it's a great sequence. It's, it's, I it's charming. Well too. It's charming. That's the thing. I was sitting here walking. I was sitting there watching it, thinking, "Oh, I like this tracking shot," and "Oh, I like the way this is going on." And then, like you said, once um, once the horror kind of hits, it hits hard, and I love it. it. Hard and I fast. love it. Dude. Oh my goodness! I, I want to. I'm gonna applaud this movie a lot, but I want to applaud the editing. I looked up the ed- the guy edited. I'm like, I like where you edit I love you <laughs> because there was an edit even before there was a, a shot even before this where when he opens up his truck door and closes it it like switches it and I don't know if you caught on it but like it looked like the camera might have been on the door and they came up and then when the door shut they switched it it just was a really cool edit around mm-hmm. it and this whole movie edited really well um, but no it was just the first scene is just so good I mean, and that's not even the best part of the movie it's and just, I just crazy I just want to say to go on to that is that uh, you get some movies that you know a little something happens here. A little something happens there. No, this was full out in your face. Everything was happening around him at one time. There was no stop. Mm-hmm. It was just incredible. Like I said, heart beating a mile a minute. This was just a fantastic opening scene. Yeah, you get to see the beginning of the invasion, and you see that they come from the sky, which is a big deal. I mean, 
I mean, they really don't touch on it. And the other one, you guys see that they're all they're obviously aliens because you know it could have been like War of the Worlds. They come from the ground. Who knows? Um, but they came from the sky and like a meteor type looking thing, mm-hmm. and they broke off. It looks like an alien invasion, basically, and for new life. And they don't explain it much, but that's all you need. It, it's like I thought. Yeah, I thought. No, I thought that worked brilliantly because. I was honestly slightly worried that they were going to spend 45 minutes in, in the second movie going, oh, well, this is where these creatures came from, and let me explain why and how and this and that. No, they gave you exactly enough of what you needed, exactly enough, because they didn't spend too much time on it, but they gave you enough information to understand, oh, okay, they came from a meteor, and they kill you if they hear you. That's and, it. And when you're talking about space, you, there's no telling where these things came from. Yeah, exactly. We may never know where these came from. Things I'm came from, that. and that's quite all right. This is no big deal. It's just that they were fantastic as creatures, fantastic monsters that took out everything, and he did so much with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be a meteor, it could be a spaceship. We don't need to know or care. Yeah. I, I don't really know. I thought I wanted to know more, but I'm cool with how they got into Earth. I agree. And and really, we're only we only know that they're at least in New York. <laughs> I mean, and we know they're in China or Japan because there's that. France, too. Did they mention France, I thought? Because I remember at the beginning, they said, oh, there's a bombing in Japan or something, but it's part of the creatures. Mm -hmm. Um, So we know that it's probably global, uh, most likely, at least at the point we are in the movie past, that's probably global. I don't know about Is that where they said they were, like, outside of New York? On the map, it says New York City. Does it? It does, yeah. On the map she's using. So So I guess it's just a suburb of They're probably just in a small little city outside of New York. But, so... It hits right. You all of a sudden you have John Krasinski and his daughter. They kind of they're kind of like scared because there's something falling out of the sky. But like, yeah. oh, it's probably just the military. There's a base near. They said even Killian Murphy's brother works on the base. He's like, have you called your brother? He's like, no, nah, I can't get a hold of him. Performing exercises. Yeah, what's going it's, on you know, right now? Yeah. What you would think? You wouldn't think mm-hmm. alien. Um, and so, and then they're just walking down. All of a sudden, one just swipes by and kills somebody. And I was like, oh, oh we're gosh. in it. I thought it would take them longer to get there. Nope. These things are fast. <laughs> they see it, it and they're like, oh, well, wait, wait, I don't even know what's going on over there. Oh, it looks like we're right past the Miller's farm. And then it, the thing just comes in and just ruins that cop car. Yeah. Yeah. And and then that second, you know, it's on. They just take off. And it's it's a fantastic sequence. And I'm like, I was jump, jumping out of my chair, dude. And it's cool how he split the family up into two separate places. Yeah. You know, him and his daughters going one place. Her and the other boys are going, you know, trying to, and they're all trying to get the, you know, safe. And it's just, it's just crazy. It's complete chaos. It's, it's funny because the, the choices the parents make in that moment isn't the choice I think I would have made. Mm-hmm. Because John Krasinski just, I'm not saying I don't trust my wife, but he has his wife and two kids in another car that he can see has been hit. Mm-hmm. But he has his daughter with him and he chooses to take his daughter into safety which is probably the right choice. But in my mind, I would almost would have ran, which is probably the wrong choice. Probably would have died, yeah. Probably, because your wife and two kids, who you're probably wanting to protect, are over there. But he's like, I trust Emily Blunt enough to I get... I mean, I, I guess, trust her enough, cause they're, I mean, I would too. But they're, at this point, he's seen an alien. Yeah. So you're just like, I guess his survival instinct kicks in. And he kind of figures out the sound thing pretty fast. I just think he just was more... He was a lot more calm than everyone else that dies. Because everyone else is like, oh, you know? And then I was like, oh, they're good. And the freaking phone goes off. I'm like, oh, they're not good. Well, I think also just at first, even if they don't know that sound is really what attracts them, they still want to be quiet just in case yeah. just in case something does hear them and comes after them. It's not, yeah. And not necessarily just the sound. It's just if if something somebody breaks in your house, you're going to be quiet. Because if they hear you, they're coming at you, right? Mm-hmm. Same, I think the same concept. Same concept there. applies. He was around some idiots. Because that, that, that one guy is like, I understand being have a religion, but just, just, just don't pray out loud. Just shut up. Pray, pray, pray to your yourself. Pray to your head because you've got yeah. aliens now <laughs> uh, and you've seen it. It's like it's like clicking <laughs> around you. Like something's wrong. Um, something's wrong. And, and so that that's great. And they go over to Emily Blunt's side of it and um, how she's like, are you okay? The other kid in the back, the one that's going to die soon is like, you know, yeah. um, not soon, but he it's, does it's die. It's funny you talk about when they're in the car and the bus is coming at them. I read all trailer. I read an article uh, yesterday, actually. Where he, uh, John Krasinski said, I wonder, when we did that scene, I was wondering if I was ending my marriage right there. Because he said they practiced for a couple weeks as far as stunt people uh, driving that car backwards, and she never practiced. So she got in that car and said, no, I want the reaction to be real. And so he said, okay, go for it. And they did. And there's a bus actually coming at her 40 miles an hour. Ouch. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I read the same thing. That's I read the same thing. First time she did it. That's incredible. That the, And the first take is the one that's in the movie, yep. is the first take yep. that the bus is coming at her at 45 miles an hour. And I want to say, just one thing about the way this movie is crafted is because, like I said earlier, it is a family drama first. There's not... For example, there's not sequences, there's not elongated sequences of the movie where you see 10 minutes of these creatures just ripping through people. Every time you see a creature, besides a couple of close-ups, I would say, every time you see a creature, the family is in the forefront and the creature is kind of in the background. Like, for example, in that opening sequence, the camera, I love the way this is shot because the camera's in the car. It pans to one kid, it pans to another kid, and then it pans to Emily Blunt and what she's seen on the road. And then that bus comes at them, and then the camera never breaks, never cuts anything, and it just continues to follow them as this bus comes at them, and you see the creature start to come out of the bus. It's just incredible. It's like that all the way through because it gives you a sense of being right there next to these characters while they're enduring all this craziness, and it's awesome. It's awesome and almost annoying annoying because I almost want to see more but the point is less is more always yeah. oh, yes. in monster yes. movies for sure yeah because you've got like alien less is more in alien obviously mm-hmm. and I could go on but less is more in this movie because even when we come up in a little bit there's points in this movie where peril is happening there's bad things happening all there is is close-ups of Killian Murphy or there's close-ups of, of uh, Reagan Abbott or close-ups of the family while the monsters are around them mm-hmm. I'm like could I have a it's almost like you want that wide shot but at the same time that just hearing them around them yeah. and just like ripping yeah. through and, stuff and sounds like predator noises yeah. and seeing the fear on their faces that was fantastic it was just it was there I also think Emily Blunt's super underrated because you said that was the first take the very first take in the first one where she's like in labor first take and they did that in one take and, they, and then he said they went to lunch she's and great so it's like, I just think that it helps that she's so great but but no then you you know he trusts Emily Blunt or what's her name something Abbott Evelyn, close enough. Evelyn Abbott, <laughs> she he, he trusts his wife to get his family to safety as much as she trusts him. So they meet up and they go to their their farm, and then it kind of just cuts back to day four something. I don't know. It was it's day like one. four seventy something. It's been over a year, and it but the, like a year and a half. Yeah. But the the cut, the edit from four seventy four. You hear the gun. You hear the shotgun cock from mm-hmm. the first movie. Yep. Yeah, it, it happens right after. I'm like that is picks awesome. up picks up perfectly. It yes. does it, from the kid's point of view though. We didn't get that kid's point of view in the first movie. We only got Emily Blunt and Reagan's. And so you get the, that other kid's point of view uh, behind the water freaking out. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, this is just so good. I've been peeing myself about right there. And they're like, we need to go. And he's like, I. Yeah. So she's smart enough. He's like, of course, they're kind of regrouping. They just lost her dad. They're, she went in to get the stuff for the baby because they need the oxygen because it's going to kill him if not because it cries too much. It's a baby. And she goes back in and has a, a good idea of hooking up the microphone to the speakers because they have a weapon against these creatures mm-hmm. that, that she found in the first one. It's not a spoiler because she's in the first one. So um, they set on a journey. They they this Reagan's really smart in this one. I think she's smart in the first one, but they really let her shine in this one and the other kid too. Right? I was gonna say I think they're really focused on letting the kids be the stars in this one, which made me think they were gonna kill Emily Blunt for a while there. I'm not, I'm not gonna say if they did or not, but I was like feeling the vibes of them like losing their mom too, because like they were giving them so much to do. I'm like, oh no, oh, oh no. no, don't kill the <laughs> I was mother. Like, I already, I already miss John. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I already miss Lee. Uh, it was nice seeing him. But don't take Evelyn from us too. <laughs> please don't. Uh, but they go along, and they know that there's somebody over there because they do the whole fire signal, um, which was cool. They lit yeah, the beacons my, of Gondor. Was, That's yeah, what it was. The first one. And then they, there's. Just the way everything's so tense. Them just walking on sand is tense, and they find, they see the sand yeah. end, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, don't step on those <laughs> leaves. And they're just they're just have to. I mean, it's like yeah. whatever. Luckily, they they don't make a lot of noise. They know what they're doing, um, and they get up to a point where it's shot through. I don't usually like this, but it's shot through a um, lens mm-hmm. of a gun. I'm like, you mm-hmm. know, it worked because right. the way he freaking shot it was mainly on them, and they would pan over to something. To a, to a, like a monster or something, mm-hmm. something because just for a second, <laughs> because he's rigged up. It's in the trailer. He's rigged up a thing that Emily Blunt or Evelyn accidentally triggers, where it drops cans. Sucks, man. Mm-hmm. And and she go, and she's like, run, which makes it not any better, probably. Yeah, but. and you know, in this world of silence, those cans sound enormous. Yes, uh, yeah, and it's ridiculous. It's, it's bad. So they're like, she goes, run. So they start running, and then this it pans over to 
monsters coming, which I thought was just so cool. But then they were panned back. I'm like, oh, you know, it's that thing. But then, like, the most heart-wrenching <laughs> thing in this movie happens, man. <laughs> it's poor, horrible. The poor kid that probably has the most stress in this whole world. Yeah. Eat, like, a st- he steps in a bear trap oh and gosh. takes out his leg. Yeah, like, he doesn't, doesn't chop it off or anything. But it just like it just takes out his leg. Oh my and, gosh! And what does he do? And trying to be quiet. But no, but he. I mean, <laughs> I understand. Can't, yeah. yeah, I don't think I, he just blood curdling screams. Yeah. She's crying. Say, please stop. I know. Blah blah. But I'm like, dude. I mean, he's a kid. First of all, and I would do the same thing. And and I felt that that was so real. Yeah. It felt so real because, because you know, in some movies like this, they'd be, okay, got to be quiet. So the kid would be like, hmm, hmm. So I'm like, no, he was screaming Dude, at the top of his lose, lungs. You nearly lose your foot yeah. in a bear trap. You're not going to be chill. He was it. so good. And it just scene, felt was, yeah. so real. And I, I appreciated that. Yeah. And then, of course, Reagan comes over to try to help. And she does. She kind of, I think she's really a calming nature for him, even though his mom is too. But Reagan really calms him. Mm-hmm. And they, he, she, they take the bear trap off, but it's still horrible but then there's monsters coming and killian and that well it is killian murphy watching them but the person watching which i figured everyone at that point probably knew who was watching, yeah um was watching through the lens in and out and he was watching them he was not going to save them no i don't think no. um he's ready to sacrifice so i think he's ready to sacrifice them. i think he save himself yes and he has a great story arc in this movie too his character does but um he's watching them and all of a sudden he sees oh crap they have a weapon because <laughs> he they you find out kind of that their skin's really hard, so it can't really shoot through it. But when you do that thing, they open their head up. When she makes that noise, she mm-hmm. makes the noise, and she kills them. Blow their head off. And so he has to make a decision at that point. Do spoilers here? Because I think once you get into Killing Murphy's area, yeah, I think so. they're spoilers. I thought snapping the kid's ankle was spoilery, but... Eh, I don't I don't think. I don't <laughs> it's know. It's fine. I mean, I feel like it's fine. But we'll do it right. We'll, we'll snap his ankle right here. All right, We'll do snap. spoilers right here. No. I... I see dead people. And that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. He is the one. Okay, so at that point, there's a choice made, and the Killing Murphy's character's name is Emmett. And so, just Emmett. Um, He doesn't have a last name. He doesn't need a last name. Nah, he's Killing Murphy anyways. Um, Emmett makes a decision to help them, because because I'm guessing because he sees that they have a weapon against them. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he, he lets him in. He's got a freaking dope place, man. I mean, it's under <laughs> like three feet of concrete. He's got a safe mm-hmm. that you can get in and cry as much as you. Well, for a certain amount of time, you lose oxygen. Uh, that's why they have the you know. I guess it's like two minutes. I think is how long I don't, they it don't, is. They never show it. They just yeah, they just but it's like it. a big vault that they have to prop a towel up on or something so the yeah. door doesn't shut on them and they, and they can go in there for yeah to have timer. a stopwatch. So they don't suffocate, obviously, which, of course, comes into play. There was that point in this movie where it's like, is he good? They are. Fr- they have to follow yeah, him. Yeah, I mean. They yeah. have to follow him because he's their, he's their only choice. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean is Emmett good? Yes. Is Emmett going to be good? Because at this point, he's helping them. But there's always that thing. People but aren't you, good. But you've also got the thing in, in the back of your head where, is he good, really? Because he allowed this that thing to happen to them. He allowed you know him to go into a bear trap. He, he knew that. Those cans were gonna fall. He Fair knew point. all that. He knew stuff. the bear trap was there. He said it probably. So that's true. But I think he said it for like well, not, not right, people. not, not them. People. But, yeah. but it's not you know he could you know a warning shot or you know he could have done something to say hey yeah don't go that way something. I thought he was gonna shoot the the, the creature, but now nah, they just shotgun. He's it. probably had his uh, probably had his fair share of that. He realized yeah. it wasn't gonna work. Yeah. So they they do the thing where they put the screaming kid in the vault. Um, to help him, and they needed to because the ogre is going to kill him. I yeah. mean, that's mm-hmm. part of it. I think it was like a furnace type thing because a vault would have a lock or something. Like I think you're right. It probably yeah. was like probably, a furnace. I just, yeah, I guess it is. I just thought it looked It just vault, looks like a giant, yeah. It's just yeah. a soundproof place that it loses mm-hmm. oxygen if you don't. Quickly, yeah. yes. Um, and so they kind of, they just kind of stay there for a little bit. They're like, I don't, we don't know what to do. And Emma's like, you got to leave. I have nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm by myself. I lost my kid on the day of, and I lost my wife 16 weeks ago. Or something like that. I think it was at six. It was six it was weeks. Fairly well, recent. Yeah, it was it was recent enough. And he's like, I just don't have resources for you. I don't really want you around. I need you gone by morning. And he leaves. And so they're like down there doing their thing, you know. And um, Reagan has a good idea of putting, well, not Reagan, the other kid, man. What's his name? Uh, Marcus, the bear trap kid. 
he to to go to sleep better, he puts on headphones or yeah. radio. He's suffering pretty bad. Just to just for the static, and all of a sudden he, he picks up a program of a song, and he goes good. He goes. He's like, well, you know, there's people music, out there. Maybe yeah, they never heard music. And it's like we would have heard it, but where they were in the valley, they say that there's no way that would have happened. But mm-hmm. they're up higher now, which is fine. Um, and Reagan, even though she can't hear a thing, I guess he probably tells her what it's saying, but she yeah. figures out the code saying that it's beyond the sea. So she's saying that she thinks if she can find a boat and go beyond the sea to this island, because that's where it's coming from, it's an oasis, or like it's a safe place. It's a safe haven, yeah. Now let's stop right there real quick, because every time you see a safe place in a dystopian-type world like this, Mm -hmm. I am legend. You don't see it, but, I mean, is it really there? And the main one's always Walking Dead. They go to like four... Four different safe places that, that get blown they all up. Suck. <laughs> and so you're thinking, is it going to do that trope? Yeah, to me, it's to me the first. It's my first thought, my first thought was it's a trap. Okay. Yeah. My first thought was, wow, she is very smart for figuring <laughs> all this out, and being and with the whole disadvantage of being deaf. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. guessing that she probably signed her what it was saying, but still not being able to hear. Yeah, it I was be hard. There was there was a part of me that was like, really? She's and smart, that quickly. But, yeah. I mean. I agree, Seriously? and I do like the fact that they you, you get an you get an an idea of how intelligent she is from the first film. I think so. From what she figures out, um, what she's had to overcome pretty much, and what she figures out with the frequency of her hearing aid and all that she stuff. The worst disadvantage ever in a world that you can't make sound, you can't hear yourself make sound. Like it's no like kidding. it's horrible. I mean, because you get into the movie later and that comes into play you know i don't know what would be worse being deaf or getting a bear trap hung on your ankle i don't know i mean like because it's just a big disadvantage in this in this type of world because i mean you can't if you step on a on a twig the wrong way Mm -hmm. i mean you're dead you might be i mean it's a huge disadvantage i'd say however you know she's probably been this way since since birth and so it's something that she's used to and it looks like she's not and and i like i like that he doesn't treat her disability as a disability Mm -hmm. okay yes i i like i like that that she's not treated as a handicap right i like that they can they elevate her to to be to be more than than what you would think she's a dang savior in that in that you know in that situation i I think it's fantastic what they did with her and she's really good in this i can't say enough about her performance honestly i think in real life she is different in life also but i think it's a cochlear thing so she can actually she he's trying to you're trying to build one for and then that end up saving lives another thing i like about her character is they go more into depth as far as her reading lips and being able to you know enunciate for me so i can read Mm -hmm. your lips and i I like that too and she talked more in this one yeah, so that did. was good. That was but, yeah. So she has this great idea. She's like, she's telling her brother, "Look, I figured all this out from the map, and I use at that point. I don't think it's a bad thing. I do think maybe it could have took it longer. I don't know. It's fine, but taking longer. But I guess it took her a few hours by the time she got back to him. Which, depending on how they don't, we don't know how smart she is really on a scale of one to ten. Yeah, they don't tell us. So she he goes, look, she goes, if there's a chance for me to broadcast this. My hearing aid across the w- world, basically. And if I can get to that station, I can save us. I can save everybody. And I can at least save our family. He goes, don't go. I'll tell mom. What's up? And I'll tell mom. He's, yeah. he's basically like, I'll freaking tell on you because I can't lose you. I've already right. lost he's, dad. He's lost my brother. I he's scared enough that. as it is. Yeah. He's also the most scared kid in this. Exactly. Thing. I would be too. I'm not saying you should And he's be also a gimp now. Yeah, he's also <laughs> gimpy. Um, he gets around that leg kind of good. Yeah, more than the, better than I thought he would. I, I honestly <laughs> thought, I thought to myself, okay, he's going to be in a wheelchair now the rest of the movie. But around, okay. they say they say it never broke the bones. So. Yeah, and I think they also splinted it, but still, he gets around better than I thought he would. Yeah, yeah. a lot, lot better. Um, but okay. but I like the fact that his hobble never goes away. <laughs> he's still hobbling, yeah. bless his heart. He, he might be a method. We don't know. Um, a method actor at twelve. Anyways, um, so she does it anyways. They go to sleep. I don't know why this kid didn't think he was going to go anyways. She's going to wake us. I don't know if you don't know your sister. I know your sister. She's going to do it. Yeah. So she leaves. Emily Blunt is like upset. I bet. She goes, she goes to Emmett, Killian Murphy's character, and goes, go find my kid and bring her back to me. He's like, no. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, he's like, go he's screw like, yourself. He's basically like, I don't, I was like, I know you and everything, but I don't need to save you. Right. Why, yeah. why would I? He's in a really. Yeah. He's in a bad place. He's in a bad place, but you also have to think in this world. If you're in a good place as far as like being safe, mm-hmm. would you go out there? 
I mean, it's a moral thing, sure, but like you have a, a solid chance of dying. Yeah, the, the way I feel about it is is like uh, every once in a while you have to go out for supplies and stuff yeah. like that. But besides that, I'm staying home. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. and to risk your life for a family you were friends of, kind of. And it didn't seem it's like they exactly. were that close to friends. They were that close. And, and they it, knew each other's names. Yeah. And it yeah. seems like and it seems like Killian Murphy's character, Emmett, knows that because he like you said, he's very hesitant. And she I like what Emily Blunt says about um, you know, my husband's not about here Lee. anymore. Yeah, and she's she's like the kids don't have a father now, and if he were here, he would say that she is worth saving and yada yada yada. And of course that pulls on his heartstrings to go out, you know what? Yeah, he lost his kids and he goes, You know what, I'm kinda of being a tool bag. I should probably go get the kids. It would still be hard for me, man. Like, I, if it were, like, you know, like, us, I would get it. But it's, like, if someone from high school, in this world, and from high school, I knew, kind of, came yeah. to me with a kid, and I'm by myself, and was like, I need you to go get that kid. I w- it would be tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be tough because you're like, I don't know, man. I barely know you. <laughs> you know, it's like, I kind of like it here. You know? Yeah. But it's that moral high ground that he decides to take. And his character arc in this movie is great. In the short time we have him, it's pretty great. I was surprised how much he was actually in the film. Mm-hmm. I figured he would be a, I don't know. Like I figured he would be a good supporting character. But I figured I, he'd be like, but he was the main star. He yeah. was the main star of this film. I would say. And then I also felt like he was going to be. Time, sure. I also felt like he was somewhere along that line. He was going to be some kind of like sacrificial lamb or something. Oh my gosh. You know no, that's man. that's what it felt like this, anyway. I, and I was like, are we going to get the same thing? Are we going to get a repeat of what happened to John Krasinski in the first one? Exactly. This movie, it's if. These movies make me feel like Game of Thrones in the way I, I think they'll kill anybody. You know, like they kill yeah. a kid ten minutes into the first one. Yeah, they have no shame of killing people. That was so, the, that was so great. It was, and that's the thing about this. It makes and these are PG thirteen, and which yeah. is also ridiculously crazy. That was weird. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Which is, but it works. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it works. It doesn't need to have a lot of gore and stuff to get mm-hmm. the point across. No. Most PG thirteen movies, not great horror movies. Not horror movies. It not, depends. It depends, but. They do it right. So you have you have your outliers, but yeah, most yes. of them are stupid. Yeah, because they. Anyways, but. So, he decides to go right. I thought Killian Murphy be more like I can't say his name, Jamon Hunso, Man on Island. <laughs> Jamon Hansu. His name is literally Man on Island, so that sucks for him. He's well, a great actor. He just gets no roles. Man, he gets fourteen <laughs> seconds of screen time. And, uh, except, unless you're in Blood Diamond. With the, with, with the name like that, you're he's gonna die. The, he's also <laughs> who in Garden of Galaxy? If you didn't know, who? <laughs> That's the only thing. No, but. He decides to go. And as you expect, a 16-year-old girl doesn't make it very far in this world. A deaf 16-year-old girl mm-hmm. does not make it very far in this world because I looked over my – my wife looks over me and goes – because she's making it down the railroad tracks. So those don't make any sounds. It was smart. There's a cart there. I'm like, go around it. Why are you going in right. it? I mean, I understand. I thought the same thing. I understand supplies. That's why she kind of went in there, I think. Yeah, I figured but she I'm was like, looking for stuff. I'm like, you know, it's metal. Right? Like – there's probably something in there that's gonna make sound. When she first goes up and approaches the door she and she puts, opens it, she puts the gun up there. She like throws it. <laughs> she opens the door so viciously. I was like, "Oh, don't creak! Don't creak!" <laughs> she puts the gun up. And I'm like, "That's metal, metal." And you know it's gonna creak. Yeah, and of course, yeah, <laughs> creaks and, a little bit. Um, a little bit, yeah, but it didn't make enough sound. And I, I really enjoyed that sequence. Um, I want to say, uh, what does she do? She goes on there and she finds a couple of bodies. Like one kind of jumps out at her. Yeah. Um, well, the body. Those bodies don't jump out. Like, uh, falls on her. No, well, that's when she gets goes in for the first aid kit. She goes in the first aid that's kit, right, and you okay. think she's going to drop the first aid kit, but instead, the driver of that cart falls on her. Yeah, my yeah. wife screamed at that point. Yes. And yeah, and then at, at that point, it's she... Yeah, it was a good jump. And I like the fact... I don't really like jump scares when they're cheap and whatnot, but I feel like this movie earns the few jump scares that it has. But I was also <laughs> expecting her to drop the first aid kit and not be attacked <laughs> somewhere else. So, that, so it was like an off jump exactly. scare. Exactly. And then... Right after that, it does something that I adore so much about gonna, building tension. I loved it. I loved it. I know what you're going to say. It does something so much that I love about building the tension in this movie. After she's startled, she falls back, and she hits the ground. I love the fact that it, the sound just cuts out. The fact that you hear everything from her perspective, and everything is gone. You don't mm-hmm. I love, I love. He did that a number of times in the movie. And I it loved was it. Fantastic. It might be every the best time. parts of the movies yeah. whenever you get her perspective of the. World. It was mm-hmm. fantastic every single time. I think this may be my personal favorite time when she falls back and you just see kind of a medium wide on her just sitting there, and you don't hear a thing, and then slowly, sure enough, you see a monster creep out of the train yep. car in the background, and you're just. Eh! 
it's one of those things that it doesn't need to be in the forefront. It doesn't need to scare you like that. It scares you even more just slowly building the tension of coming at her. And, you know, changing perspectives like that does not always work. No. This In this, this situation, this movie, it was fantastic. It is. It works great. He That's uses, probably one of my favorite scenes. He literally uses her head as <laughs> the prop to get yeah. the bomb trailer. And that's just beautiful because you don't have to – because it's just shot in her head and you can't see anything down there. Of course, you probably think, oh, crap, she made a lot of noise. But you don't know. And then it kind of goes around and you see a monster. It's like, mm. you know, doing his little <laughs> clicky thing. Um, I don't know if that's even going to come up on the podcast, but I don't know if I can even – you guys see an audible. But um, – but then she's, I mean, I felt really bad for her. She's, like, scared of her mind. She misses her first shot, kind of. Yeah, she, she tries to blow it away. It would but be hard to do all of that with two hands. She's well, like, yeah. you know, she's like, pull the shotgun plus the you know, implant, yeah. She does that, and then I'm just guessing Killian Murphy's just fast. He's an adult. Mm-hmm. I can hear. And he, he, he probably heard and the he first shot. And he knew where shot. she was going, probably. He probably heard the first shot. He probably heard, he can, of course, he can hear, so he probably heard the monster coming. Yeah. So... At the last point where it like opens up, because he's the closer it gets, the worse it's getting for him. Killian Murphy's character Emmett just blows his head off, mm-hmm. and which I knew was coming probably. I mean, I, this I'm not saying this movie was easy to see what's coming, but certain parts of the movie you were like, "Well, she's got to be saved, right? right. Who's going to do it? The guy's coming after her." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And but at this point, you still don't know if he's really doing this for the right reasons. He could be gross. Mm-hmm. He could be a bad guy, you know. And so he saves her. So yeah. she kind of like is, it more, right? Yeah, it's after that point that I think her and him have a very interesting conversation, I think. And, yeah, um, yeah, they go inside like the train depot depot thing, and they. she's like, I can't hear you. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's like talking. She's like, enunciate. Mm-hmm. I and thought that was really good. Because you, you said that a little earlier, and it was really good because it made him kind of realize, oh, crap, she's living in a world without sound, yeah. and I'm just a man that just feeling bad for myself. You know, and like and I said, I like the fact that they had her talk more in this and they had to, because he doesn't know sign language. Yeah. So it was an interesting. It thing. was something they had to do. Cause in the first movie, everyone you met could speak to her mm-hmm. in this movie. You had a, you had a thing where they were, they couldn't communicate at all. Like yeah. if something bad happens, which comes up in a little bit, they can't communicate mm-hmm. because in bad situations, he's not going to be able to enunciate his words for her. Right. And there's no sign language, so what do you do? And he, they do a thing, and then she wakes up, and everything's gone. She thinks he took it, and at that point he you took think, off. Right? Crap! Killian Murphy just took off with the weapon mm-hmm. because he's a bad guy, because which is perfectly something I could see happening. But yeah, because we really don't know his motivation at this point. No, we because he could even be lying about his kid dying, and it's we, we don't know. We don't know nothing yeah. about him. No, I'm not saying he's not dead. I'm not, he could be lying when he died. He could be lying that he maybe he killed his wife because he went crazy. We don't really know anything about him. But he comes back and says, hey, look, got that, a boat. That was another great scene where the where the sound cuts out. Yeah. And yeah. She, bless her heart, she's, she's just, just sitting there. She's just sitting there weeping and yeah. screaming on the ground. I'm and guessing then, she's yeah. screaming. She's probably just right. like, because I'd, I'd be dumb. <laughs> but I'm guessing she's just like screaming to herself. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, you're right. He shows back up and he says, hey, I found a boat. And then I was thinking... How long has he been gone? Because then they go on a little trip. I mean, yeah. it's a. I I want to say, because he leaves and it's probably like midday or so. And then by the time they get there, it's the nightfall. He probably trapped through the night because he fell asleep. Probably he got back in the morning. Because by the time they get back to the boat, it's about nightfall. And um, I mean, nothing really happens there. It's just kind of a no. But then you get journey. It gets wa- It gets it gets like the Walking Dead. Where they split your favorite people up. Mm-hmm. You sp- they split them up perfectly, right? And you, so, you, but they, what they did in this movie was they edited it perfectly. Yeah. To where you got enough of one side and enough of another, but not too much of either, because it would have been boring. Oh, when I was watching this movie, and they edited going back and forth between the people, I, I was usually like, hate. That. I was like, this is fantastic. I this usually is, hate that so way, much, but you're right. It was great. This, I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. This because is it's fantastic. Cut, because when they go, when they finally get there and they find a boat, some stuff happens, right? Um, and and then it's cutting back to Emily Blunt's character and her kids. She goes to get more oxygen for the baby tank, and, and she goes and, to and get medicine for yeah. his ankle, and. Uh, and the kid's got his own thing going on. Yeah, and this kid's, when, after know. she leaves, first of all, this kid's not checking the oxygen tank. The oxygen tank is like dead, right? Yeah, he didn't well, think. And I, I understand, understand. You don't even think about looking at it. You now think, there, there was something that bothered me just a little bit. 
this kid's scared of his own shadow, okay? I don't see him coming out of that hole for anything. So, And that was a little something that was I realized was, you know, he had to do it to push yeah. the story along. But as, as afraid as he is of everything in this world, I just didn't see him coming up out of that hiding hiding place to go up to to look right in in, a, in an upper upper floor. The only reason I saw him doing it was because he his mother told him she be back in a couple hours and had probably been past that. Right, so yeah. he went out there to look for her. I agree, it did a little side, a little left field, but I think in that in that state, he was like, maybe she's in trouble. I can go help her. I and that's one of the good, that's one of the few criticism I have of this. But movie. it sets up it sets up the tension so yep. perfectly because he goes down there and then he locks himself in. Yeah, but before before we get into the locked in thing, this is when you finally find out if Killian Murphy's good or bad mm-hmm. because he kind of finds his little lair. And I, and I I looked over at my wife. I was like, this is the I told her, I was like we're gonna find out right here if he's good or bad because depending on the other side of that thing. It's gonna show you if she actually if someone if something's back there that's bad, yeah. And it just shows his wife has been dead. That's it. I'm like, oh, he might be good actually because mm-hmm. I thought it might show. Like, oh, I forgot about that. But yeah, you're I right. I thought it might show something bad, like and something. Well, I don't know how what it would show, but something that's put him in a means he's not a good guy, right? But they didn't go that way. And of I course, honestly never thought about that. I thought he would just be a good man through and through most of the movie. And of course, that's when the kid jumps back, starts screaming what again. And you know, an and then that's when we start getting the different you know yeah. points of view, and it is on. And it was fantastic. Yeah, that was when on. that was when it's fantastic because the, I don't know, dude. I, when I was watching that that sequence of he took his baby, it's a boy, right? Yeah, his baby brother. He yeah, took his boy. he took his baby brother in that furnace or whatever it is, and accidentally slams the door shut, and they're locked in there. And he realizes it a couple of minutes in, he can't get out, and of course he starts freaking out, which which in turn uses up more oxygen and that entire scene was and then it cuts back to Killian Murphy and the girl Reagan and this is when you realize that those lines from the trailer and what he says earlier in the movie when he says you don't know do you people out there they're not worth saving that's when you slowly start to realize that there's people out there that are just feral and wild and homeless looking and i love the way it cuts to their encounter with them and then it cuts back to the boy trapped in the thing and then emily blunt trying to get down to him before he suffocates to death and if and if i'm sorry but if you know you're right if you notice it's it's as each scene gets more gets to that 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 highest yeah lot of of suspense that's when he switches to the next one and then that one raises you to another level and then he switches to the next one they, yeah they reach just their going, perfect what are point, they gonna do they reach their perfect point of climax and then it'll cut reach the perfect point of climax it'll cut again and during that entire sequence my teeth were hurting because i was just so locked yep. in i couldn't hardly breathe felt like something was sitting on my chest it was so intense yeah and so we're going to touch on a couple of the things you guys both said um you get the one point of one of the monsters coming after um, Marcus, and he shuts himself in, like you said, and that mm-hmm. all that's really intense. And Emily Blunt comes up and blows up oxygen. That's kind of what I was talking about with the bomb earlier. Um, <laughs> I figured, yeah. And then um, smart enough to realize the water would come on. I didn't even think of that. No. Smart enough to realize the water would hopefully <laughs> oh, yeah. come after on. Oh, yeah. After that, I went, oh, she's brilliant. She's so <laughs> smart, dude. She's so beautiful. Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> she's so smart and pretty. And she goes down there and, you know, uh, is able to save Marcus. But they are still stuck in there because that monster's still out there. They don't have a way to kill it at this point. She's put the gun down and went in there. Or she has the gun, but there's no way to kill this monster. So you're kind of going back and right. forth. But I want I want to ask you a question on these people. Can I just Did say you, one more thing? People, right? Okay. So they get to the boats. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I have forgotten about the island completely after what everything <laughs> yeah. we've been seeing. Yeah. <laughs> the island is gone to me. All I see is these boats, and I know these people are there, and my mind goes, it's I was right. It's a trap. Yeah. There's no island to me. It's just there's a trap. Yeah. I also was, I'm also like, please go back. I want to see what happens over there. <laughs> like, I, I, I know what, I got one to see what happens to Reagan and Killian, but can we go back? Yeah. I want to see what happens to the family, please. Because <laughs> it was perfect because you want, you it's left you wanting more, like we talked about. Yeah. And then it cuts away at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then it's like, and you kind of forget. Crap, they're in trouble now. And you have to go back. They are all in trouble. I want to know what's going on with every one of them. But I want to talk about these people. They're weird. Okay. Yeah. 
they have a child as their oh, yeah. as their guinea as their per like that was the most that was their bait yeah that was their that was the most skeev skeeviest trap I've ever seen. She literally just like hangs him with like puts the rope around him with cans. I'm like oh my gosh, talk about just feeling horrible. You sit there, you can't talk to your comrade really. You can, you can't that far away. I don't think she is in the dark. You probably couldn't see it very well, and you can't move. Mm-hmm. You know, and she can't move. They've got her. These people, though, they are they just look different. They look homeless. I agree. They just look bad. But like their eyes, they're bloodshot and really black. I didn't know if they were going for like I crazy. Assumed, if they were going for an illness, I assumed they, they were, were legitimately like almost like a feral cat. Like yeah. they've just they're just people that have just been living out in the wilderness, trying their hardest to survive. They haven't been around any other people. They haven't been around any other sane people. They're just they're horrible slow. People. Yeah, I just and figure you know, they're slowly losing it because yeah. of the world that they're in. And you know the lack of food, lack of yeah. You know, just, just oh, I agree. You know, just lack of. Anything they need. It kind of threw me off at first because I was like, what are these people? But then the more it dove into it and everything, and I want to break down a little bit. I love the way the resolution of this scene is. Um, Now, I like the way Emily Blunt finally gets to them and pulls them out of the furnace and everything and has more oxygen. Thank God they're saved. Um, But I love the way... Um, like we said earlier, what did we say was probably going to come back into play? That whole dive thing when mm-hmm. he says, how do you say dive? And they're playing to be baseball fair, or whatever. Remember that after a year. And it's so been like a year and a half. <laughs> Pretty lucky. But I'm not saying, I'm, I'm, I, I agree that's cool, but I'm like, okay. Yeah. You, you but remember was, that one time th- a year and a half you said dive? That's fine. I mean, okay, it was clever. The sign language he knows. I know. I know. And obviously, awesome. I mean, clever. he remembered it. And of course, she's going to know it because it's sign language. Yeah. She speaks sign language. She's anyway. like, oh, you are smart, Killian. Yeah. And they they have her and he's like, oh, I know what I'm doing here. And then what does he do? How does he get an explosion? Huh? Is there an explosion? So what happens is he says dive. She dives in. They all start going crazy. He starts making noise. Yeah. He takes the guy around it, stabs him. So he starts to scream. Then you start getting them in. There's not an explosion at this point. No. Um, and then I thought there was an explosion for some reason. He, he goes into the, no. Oh, I think what you're, what's happening is you're seeing from the water point of view, blood and stuff. Um, and then the monster attacking all the people. He's in the water choking to death because he's still attached to that guy. Luckily, a monster kills him and unattaches him. That, was, um, that, that helps. That's what I was going to say. That was what was fantastic is because he t- looks at her and signals dive. And then he starts making noise, runs over. Yeah, straps this other guy to a post, stabs stabs him in the leg, and that guy just, "Ah!" and then he just, as soon as the guy screams, yeah, yeah, as soon as the guy screams, Killian Murphy dives off into the water. Fantastic scene. And then even when he's in the water, I'm like, I can't breathe. I still can't breathe. It's so tense. (laughs) Um, And the resolution of this is they find out they can't swim. Which is fantastic. They find out these monsters have a weakness other than hearing. They don't know how to swim. That one drowned in front of them. It it jumped in, because I guess it's, didn't know it couldn't swim. I don't know. They're part of animals. It can't. Yeah, I can't see. It can't, I mean, then yeah, you it start to realize what the island's for. The island. Then you, I'm thinking you, the island again. You realize, oh crap! This island has just water around it. Only way to get to is a boat. The only way there'd be a thing there is if it dropped there, right? I mean, there's no way. Yeah. And so they make their way. They don't even so smart here. They're gonna start the boat up. I mean, they could, I guess, but they don't. They don't. They just let it float. You know. Um. And they get to the island, and the island is and. This is kind of good because there's nobody there. And I was like, oh, crap. I was like, the island's real, but everyone's dead. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, the island's a real thing, but it happened a year ago, let's say. Because it's, it's been a year and a half. Let's say they got the island a year ago, but a, a, somehow a monster got there, and now there's inhabited. But no. Come up to a bonfire, and people just freaking clapping. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> they this turn is the, awesome. They turn the corner, yeah. and people are just living their lives, oh. man, at this fire. And Killian's like... He like almost Are you fell. Serious? He almost fell down. He couldn't believe it. he yeah. ever thought he'd see civilization again. Do you know where I've been living? Right. <laughs> and so they go over there. And that one thing I was like, they don't have any urgency to get back. Almost. I'm like, let's eat. I was just fine. But they eat, you know. And I was wondering how long they're gonna hang out here before was, they go they back and hung get out longer than I thought they would. Yeah. That kid would be three or four years old before I went back. I think. <laughs> right. <You're> like this <laughs> is great. <laughs> no, but um, they have electricity, which they don't. They don't explain. I'm just guessing it's by water or wind. I just like to think that way, because there's no way electricity's around at this point. Probably. Um, I'm just guessing they've rigged up a way. Right. Probably. Wind or water. Yeah. Um, Gen- generators. I don't but know. But they've run out of gas. Right. So, anyways, that's true. It's fine. I just t- I, I look, my wife asked me. I was like, it's probably just they have a wind turbine or a water something. Solar power. So that's what she said too. Solar. So, anyways. 
I think that's th- something you could really skip over because who cares? Um, right. They have all this stuff. Killing is living his life, man. He's he's walking around. He's like, I like this place. This place is nice, you know? And then all of a sudden, so you, <laughs> yeah, you meet all these cool people. You meet the Who guy. And you're like, this is too good, right? So then all of a sudden you hear this noise. I looked at my wife and I said, holy crap, they have one. That's what I thought. I thought they had one that they had caught, right, mm. and were experimenting on. You've been watching too much The Walking Dead. Yes. I, well, I watched too much of this, too, this This is way too good to be true type stuff, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, crap, they've caught one, and they have it strung up. Or like, like you know, in zombie movies, they have it hung up. Kind of like a 28 Days Later. Right. In that yeah. same movie, they do the same thing. Um, I was like, that would be cool, kind of interesting. But no, that's not it. These people are good people. I was like, it looks like something, by something I mean monster, has ripped out the bottom of their boat that they got on to get there in. Mm-hmm. Um, and Killian, or Emmett, I want to say, realizes in an instant a monster yeah. on the island. He realized he's like, oh great, it's B- before we get to the next part, let's talk about this is my only graph of the movie. It's my only one. I like everything about this, but this one part. I don't understand why this monster didn't come out when they got there. Okay? Now we talked about this off podcast and you said that you thought maybe he was trying to claw his way out. Now I don't I thought it was just I from the angle from the camera angle we got, it just shows the boat and like a few scratches on it. Well, and it the shows, boat's kind of like something had emerged from the bottom of it. it. It had come out of it from the bottom. There's a hole in the bottom of the boat. I thought it was okay. I thought it was, it was like hole. I spent I figured it spent the entire time trying to claw its way out of the boat well, and then I understand I, why it didn't come out while they're on the boat because they can't swim. Maybe they or if they weren't making sound. I don't know. It's just but once it's you got weird. there, wouldn't you think that it would Immediately, we, we know that it can cut through cars. We've seen yeah, it. I mean it's it, yeah. it's so strong and powerful. You could just annihilate the boat. You'd think the only thing I didn't like. That's more of those. That's that's nice that happened during the day, next yeah. day. And that, um, that's the only grab I have about this movie is that time that it's in there. You you know it has to hear them. They're kumbayaing. Yeah, I mean yeah. if if there's they, a lot of noise going if on. If Killian can hear it from that over there, I can dang sure if, the alien can. If it can come at you because of a footstep. Yeah. Somebody's seen Kumbaya. That sucker's coming at you. I would just say it's my only gripe. <laughs> That's the only thing that I, I thought about. That was like, that just kind of doesn't make too much sense. But it's not a big enough gripe to hate this movie and not watch it ever no. again. I might go watch it again. Uh, yeah, I like no it. doubt. Um, I don't know if this is true. I told, I told Matt this. I think, <laughs> I don't know if this is true, but when he was running back, great scene, by the way. Uh, he's running back saying, watch out, blah, blah. It, he looks just like when he's running in 28 Days Later. I don't know if John Krasinski did this on purpose. I don't know. Or if it was a callback to his zombie movie, but he's even wearing the same type of clothing. I don't um, know. I thought it would be cool if that was true. I don't know, but it was great. That would yeah. be cool. It would be cool if it was a callback, because he does that same thing. He's running around, you know. And yeah. It was great cool. when he's, like, bolting and screaming, yeah. get inside! And you just see, I mean, oh my. Yeah. Poor well guy. I knew he was going to die. Behind him, those guys, yeah, that guy's making all kinds <laughs> like, of racket. Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> oh, you're so dead. He just gets torn in half. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you just see what destruction he can do in four and a half seconds. Mm-hmm. If he, like, tears up buildings, it kills, like, ten people in ten seconds, it feels like. The Who Man, the Man on the Island is what they call him. Jaiman Hansu. Yeah, I'm going to call him Man on the Island. I can't say that name um, very well. Um, the Man on the Island and Killian's, like, get their, get those kids, like, and, dude, this guy has got some freaking stones. He runs to, I mean, he just, he's obviously <laughs> the leader of the island, I would think. You would think. He or at least. Seems like An it. elder of the island, but. He gets in his car. He's like honking it. He's like, "Come on, we gotta go." And of course, Killian and Reagan are like, "Why not?" Because <laughs> um, they want to get to the. Let's go for a ride. Because they talk about before this happens that he agreed to let them broadcast the screech. Right. That would that will most likely save the world, at least enough to let humans rise back up and kill them. Because if that goes all across the world, and they can get the word out, and that sound. Goes across the world, they should be able to beat these things. Yeah, that's one thing that we don't know is like how far does this radio frequency we don't know. reach? But if it if it works, we know it. We know it can at least reach where they are at that point. If they can stagger it across, because mm-hmm. it's easy, it's easier to send a radio signal to another station. Well, plus if so, if, if somebody picks up on that, you know, there's got to be people out with with the ham radios and yeah. things like that. The word's gonna get out. So they agreed to do this. So they bolt. He's honking, trying to get the thing away from everybody. It's stone wall there, man. I'm like, you have to have yeah. some bravery. I mean, I know that sitting, I sit in ducks, no good. But at the same time, you're wa- you're making it come to you. 
And they get there, and I'm like, this is a dumb decision by this man. Yeah, it was. He goes, oh, my gosh, it's no longer coming after me. I'm like, dude, you don't know these creatures. They're coming after you. <laughs> yeah, we lost it. It's it's going back to the island now. I mean, which is an okay assumption because these things – I don't – I talked to my wife. I was like, I don't think they even eat the people. They just no, kill, like them. kill them. Yeah. I'm not sure. They just don't like sound. They just hunt it, yeah. Yeah, and I don't, they, we never see them eat or anything. So I'm not – they're it's, just like – it's like they're just hunters. They're with, just you know, horrible creatures. Yeah. And so I could see if maybe they're more like eaters of people, but I was like, man, they're coming after you. You made sounds. And he goes, no, it won't. And then it has like the whole scene from the mist, basically, <laughs> yeah. where it takes I have them underneath. To go <laughs> and it grabs them underneath <laughs> yeah. the garage door, rips them out. He's like, ah! I'm like, later, Jaman Hansu. And they are sharp beings. Because you find out later how sharp he is when they barely touch Killian. He barely touches them later and he, he gets ripped up, but. Mm-hmm. So they go in there, and this is when they start cutting back again to our favorite family. Mm-hmm. Um, they find out that a monster's still there, and it comes down. They have to lock themselves inside. Well, they don't lock it. They towel it. She's right. smart enough to towel it. They get it this Yeah, time. thank God she puts and, a towel over that they, lock. And they have auctions, so they're sharing the auction, right? But this is when the editing in this movie is so good. Oh, my gosh. So they go back and forth of them doing the exact same things, almost running from his monster, kind of, you know. Back and forth, they have to sneak in. There's a monster there on Killian's side. And there's that awesome scene where she's, like, stepping on the, the shelf and everything's kind of moving. You're like, is there oh, anything, anything there's about fall? Yeah, it's like there's, I don't know, there's 15 million <laughs> objects that could make a sound that she's trying to step over. Yeah. And you're just, <laughs> And then he has to basically save her because uh, she can't. That's the thing. Is she doesn't know it, yeah, it's behind her. Yeah. And he can't be like. You can't be like, hey, turn around. He's like, dive, Just dive, dive. dive. Yeah. <laughs> can't do that. And so he makes a sacrifice play and shuts the door, making the noise. And I know at that moment, I'm like, great, he's dead. Yeah. And that's whenever it like claws at him. I mean, he doesn't really even get him that good. His, he's ripped. It nicks shreds. him and just tears his leg up. Yeah. yeah. And then on the other side of it, um, you get the whole thing where he's he's got the things on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus has his headphones on headphones, yeah. and they're don't know what to do. That thing's on the outside of it. Like, you know, trying to bust in, they're just in there with oxygen. They don't, they have a gun. Oh, and yeah. And the, but at they don't this have point, the, they don't have the weapon. And at this point, you know, the monster's got the door open and he's yeah. reaching in for he's him. In. Yeah. And they don't have yeah, the he weapon. Rips it open. <clears throat> they don't have the weapon. They have doesn't nothing. he get her? He, he, he mauls her leg. He does get her leg and they don't have a, like they have a gun, but they don't have the weapon that opens their their face. Mm-hmm. So they're basically screwed. So they're going back and forth, back and forth. And then, and, she goes over there, and she takes her thing off, and tur- and then Killian's saved. But then she has to turn on the on-air thing, and it plays the freaking music over it, and so it's good again. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Emmett. So it's just loud <laughs> and like, obnoxious like, is, again. Is Emmett going to die right here? I was like, Lord, please let Emmett die. I like Emmett. I like Killian <laughs> yeah. in this movie now. Let us have one main guy that doesn't get killed. And then she hits, she hits it. It goes off, and you get one of the coolest editing scenes of a brother-sister, 100 yards. Hundred million miles away, not that far away, but like miles away from each other. This the kid grows stones, exactly, because his mom is hurt. He's got mm-hmm. a baby. He he, it goes off. He goes, she did it. I have the weapon. He realizes, yeah, I have my weapon. Yep. And you have him stepping towards one, her stepping towards one with the weapon. And what I thought was kind of cool is they show her kill him hers, and then it cuts back to the aftermath of. It falling if he shot the gun. They don't actually see the gun being shot. Yeah, it was a perfect edit, and I perfect. Think, I think that is the perfect end to his arc, because this kid is afraid of everything. Now at this point, now mom, he's a creature killer. Now at this point, mom's hurt. She's she's trying to protect the baby. He steps up, kills this monster, and you see on her face, she's like, "I ain't got to worry about him anymore." I know he's the man. He is yeah, the yeah. man. He's she's a man like, now. She's like. We have our Lee, you know, not like not really Lee, but it's like we've we've got him, we got somebody. And that's yeah. where I was saying, you know, earlier that you know, we really have a, a great focus on these kids, and it's almost as if they're saying, you know, these are the ones who are gonna, you know, the kids, the younger ones are gonna figure this out, and they're the ones who are gonna take back this planet. Yeah, and it's it's an hour and thirty seven, and we we're saying all this. This movie's an hour and thirty seven minutes long. Yeah, and we've been got, talking for like an hour and thirty seven minutes. It's so. got this <laughs> much <laughs> stuff in it. And it's so good. And I've watched two and a half hour movie. I'm not gonna say what movie. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Oh, well, I guess I could. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> I can call think it one. out. <laughs> right, we'll talk about it later. That has two and a half hours. Barely any character development. Mm-hmm. We get an hour and thirty seven 
of the most character development I've seen in a movie yeah. in forever that you care about. You don't need to jam pack a no. movie full of crap. Just focus on the characters you got. Yeah, yeah. it works. And this movie, I was, ah, I knew, I knew the runtime. I always look at the runtime for the movies. I was checking my watch. I'm like, oh my lord, it's gonna end. I'm like, please don't end. Let's see what happens. You know. <laughs> And it just ends there. They both get the resolution. They both kill their monsters. You know they have the weapon across at least New York, probably, uh, and maybe going farther. And I was like, it's not going to show it. They're not going to go back, are they? Because they have to make a journey back. You know, the the thing you see, I agree with you there. And the way it ended, you you want more. You want want another story, right? But at the same time, that was perfect. Perfect. I I thought the same thing. At first, I thought... I will say, this is probably my only gripe about the movie, and this isn't even like a fair gripe on A Quiet Place Part 2. I don't think the ending of this one impacted me quite as much as the first one, if that makes sense. I still enjoyed it, because the more I thought about it, at first I went, okay, that's it. But then the more I thought about it, I thought, well, if it's going to show Killian Murphy and then Reagan... um, back out on the trail going back home or something and the camera pans out music swells whatever i wouldn't have liked that at all no. so i like the fact too nice exactly i like the fact that it did the same thing the first movie did it just cut it off when it needed to and john krasinski said he has a movie ready if good they, if they, he has the so. ideas that he good wants to do. i hope so because now you get into the territory of what do they do with it because and you're also gonna have to see because just getting back to them is gonna be a chore because you have to go back to that dock that's just like Full of them and yeah. get back to them. and those get freaks. back to the boat. You know that's uh, hard enough. And the island's cool. That island's good. You can stay there. But she, Reagan wants to save everybody. Mm-hmm. So that means you're probably you might get a story of her traveling of all of them traveling more because I don't I just don't see this family with the power to save humanity basically. Well, staying still. You might. See, I agree. Yeah. I don't know. You might. Part of me feels like you know. You think it'll go away from this family? Maybe, maybe not all of them, because right. part of me feels like Emily Blunt needs to raise this kid, and it's too hard out there on the road. Get on the island, they got a real chance. It's hard out there for a pimp. It is hard you out there for a pimp. So that's I'm, that's why I'm saying. Well, I'm maybe not all of them. Yeah, yeah I, I'm hoping they bring back Killian Murphy's character yeah. if they do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they will. Because I, th- I was telling Matt this, I think he did a perfect job of taking the place of the male character, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not taking place of Lee because you can't. He's no. great. But taking the place of that father type figure that or the protector that yeah, they it's need, just somebody they could prote- they could uh, count on. Until now, they have the son who can now protect two. I agree because yeah. he has now got over the fact that he's he's, he's still a kid, but he's right. had to grow up. He's like, I got to save people. Now. Yeah, and I have the weapon. I agree. Yeah, it's <laughs> so full circle, it's man. It's just great the way it's crafted. Um, like I said, we all like this movie a lot. If there's nothing yeah. else we want to say about it, let's grade it. I'm not sure we can say much. We really, we really tore us apart in a good way for once. <laughs> yeah. When we tear things apart, it's not great. Usually. It's not typically great now. So we grade it from A to Z. Um, and any final thoughts? I guess who wants to go first? Pick me. Okay. Oh. You used to go I always go first. You guys don't say anything, so I usually go first. Um, after all the incredible things we've talked about this movie, I'm giving it an F. Um, no. Honestly, it, it missed the mark. <laughs> yeah, it really missed the mark for me. Now, I think this movie is exactly what a horror film, what a thriller should be. It's a, I would say, it's one of the best horror sequels ever made. It's, um, it's exactly what it needs to be from start to finish. Um, I'm giving it an A. I'm not gonna give it an A plus. I don't think it's perfect, but it's dang near perfect. This is now it's on you guys. Tough for me. I really like this movie. I did, but I'm not sure that I'm in the A. I reserve A Ooh. for certain things, and I reserve F for certain things. I think it's an A movie. No, I'm gonna go Sp- B plus. Spoiler, I'm gonna say this. <laughs> this one is a B plus for me. I'm a, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was fantastic. May I ask what but, makes it have an A for you? I just won't. I don't know. It just it just didn't. It's just not there for me for an I mean, A. I, I yeah. respect that. I think you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just you'd be, you'd saying. You're wrong, too. What's the name of the movie to you, then? I'm just, I'm just honest. I'm wondering. I, I thought. I know, it just, there's just, it's got to be something else. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I, okay. That's fine. It's got to be some, something little, I don't know, just something there. Um, I think this movie was almost perfect. There's a couple things that I think could have been better, but that's every movie. I don't think there is a perfect movie out there, probably, because um, I think everyone has their own ideas of things. But... Give us an A also. It could turn an A+, plus, it could turn an A-, minus, or a B. I don't know. As it sits, I don't think it's going to sit worse. 
honestly. I agree. <laughs> um, I, I'm not going to take this away from this person, but Chris Stuckman. Yeah. Um, well, we all watch him. Well, we're at, well, oh, we're yeah, he's a great reviewer. Critic. Yeah. Um, he's said a statement I couldn't believe until I watched the movie. Yep. He said it's the best sequel ever made. Okay? Yep. It's the perfect sequel to a movie. And I know Mask came out me with like two towers Return of the King. Um, <laughs> I know that's what you're thinking. And I agree. They're really great. But when, after he said that, I said, there's no freaking way. I went to that thinking, this is not going to be that great. It is a perfect sequel to the first movie. I don't know if it's the best you ever made, but it's a perfect sequel. For this, yeah. To for a for this story. For the first movie. To a movie. To a movie. Any, I'm saying it's a perfect to any kind. Like, Matrix, Matrix Reloaded. Not a great and sequel. Especially, but it's a perfect sequel to its material. And especially, if you look at horror, horror movies, this genre, oh, yeah. sequels <laughs> Those aren't suck. Yeah. I, like, I, it's it's very hard to pick out a good sequel. There's a couple of exceptions from horror, here and there. From horror, yeah. yeah. There are There are one or two, but besides that, they just basically suck. Yeah, and I, this movie, I don't know where it's going to sit. IMDb is, of course, not the, the way you go for exact, but the first one was 7.5. It was the one sitting at 8 at this mm-hmm. point. And it's sit, it, it's it may drop more, and it's currently sitting on like a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes or something. So it's it's getting it. It's solid. And it crushed the box office this yeah, last it did. weekend. Yeah, I mean, It made $58 million over the Memorial Day weekend crazy. It, domestically. Awesome. So thank God thank people you, are getting we're back We're getting to back to theaters, babe. We're all watching theaters, so... <laughs> Uh, but no, I don't know if I could say the best sequel ever made like he did. That's a that's a tall task. I would say it's probably the best horror movie sequel. Yes, that's what I said when Dad told me that. I was like, I can't I could think see of a better one horror movie sequel. And it would take me a minute to, unless you think Conjuring Two is a, a really good. Sequel. I mean, unless you go like Evil Dead Two or something like yeah. that. I mean, I don't know. We're but getting kind of off here. But yes, yeah. Um, but I do agree, it's a perfect sequel, and I think that's why it's an A. It could mature to A plus. I mean, I'd have to watch it. It's hard to get an A plus after one watch of anything. Yeah, because you're kind of on that high, you know. Uh, I guess you're not, but uh, B plus. No, I know, <laughs> um, but no. So we gave it A A B plus. We're all on the same spot again. Um, this movie's fantastic. If you haven't seen it? Go watch it in theaters, please. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be good at home, especially if you have a good setup. But theaters are where it's at. I watched it in XD, which is like right under IMAX, and I'm, ta- I'm telling you, the sound in these theaters nowadays, Dolby Atmos, baby. And let me and let me say this also. My wife, she's not big on watching movies more than once. As we were walking out of the theater, she said, I want to watch that again. Yeah. This so, will be a rare movie. I heard her say that. I saw you guys at the theater. This will be the movie that I <laughs> am waiting up until midnight at BestBuy.com to buy the Steelbook. Oh, yeah. I'm buying this. <laughs> so, um, I'm about to buy it, but I'm saying I'm going the extra mile here. Because it's going to be scalped to crap. The extra mile. Um, because that's what I do with Tenet, too. So, anyways, but... That's our thoughts, and a lot of them, but we definitely recommend this movie. It's great. Um, some people might say it's better than the first. I'm not going to say what I think about that because I don't have an idea of it really yet. I've seen it the first quiet play like four times. There's only once. It's hard. I agree. They're vastly that. different movies. I would say at this in point. A way, in, in the same thing. So. I would say at this point, though, the first is still my favorite of the two. Okay. I don't know. It would it's be too hard. hard. It it's would hard. be too hard to hard. choose. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's our thoughts. And everything we think about it. If you have anything else you think, you can contact us. That's yeah, but the what Matt's about to say. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. These, this movie is what theaters are made for, hands down. Um, but it was a lot of fun, and we had a lot of fun talking about it. We've been talking about it for a minute, so it's all good. Um, we're talking about it for its full runtime. <laughs> but uh, anyway, whatever your thoughts are about a Quiet Place Part Two, let us know. There's places you can reach out to us if you want to talk to us. We are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Hit us up and let us know what you thought about this Matrix Mini Pod or any episode for that matter. But till next time, signing off for Matt Jordan and David. We'll see you guys then. Peace. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,